podcastjuice.net Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Michael Dean Show, a.k.a. two African-American uh, here, brothers. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Geeked out. <See? laughs> I said African-American. We, we're not African-American anymore? I thought you were going to take it another place. Uh, see, there you go. You don't think much of your, of your brethren, man. Man. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> don't, don't roll and martin me, man. Oh. <laughs> Damn. Okay. All right. <laughs> But, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it is myself and Mr. Q-Storm, sir. How are you? Man, <laughs> that movie popcorn. Go light on that stuff, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Hey, it's, uh, it's an expensive uh, delicacy of gourmet popcorn, though, right? I mean, I'm sure it wasn't cheap. It, hey, I'll I, I just quote this. It make that thing go drip drop sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Woo! I think you may have used that in the wrong way, but I get what you're saying. <laughs> All right. Well, we are uh, talking about some movies today. Uh, new movie this week. It, it, I have to remind myself, we are in the throngs of the summer movie season. I don't know. If, it kind of doesn't feel like that to me, but. It doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. I mean, we had some big movies. Obviously, we had Spider-Man. Uh, Homecoming came out. And now we are here at war for the Planet of the Apes. And uh, you can hear a little kid. So I, I have a daycare. I operate a daycare when I'm not podcasting. So we got kids Man. in the back getting whooped. That's what we do. So, wow. The, the, the black nursery. Well, I know all about that stuff. <laughs> the black children of the corn. It's the, well, the, the people under the stairs. <laughs> yeah, man. But anyway, uh, stay focused. So, War for the Planet of the Apes. This is the third movie in the uh, Planet of the Apes reboot. This is this would be, I think, the second reboot of this franchise. Uh, or telling, we had one movie. Remember the movie with uh, Mark Wahlberg, Tim yeah, Burton. Of course, of course, I do. Yeah, they lasted one movie. That franchise, well, in the franchise, I guess it was just a one shot. Um, then they tried it again, and they were pretty successful. I mean, say what you will, uh, the movies in this franchise have been, uh, you know, for the most part, loved and, and respected. And this is the third one. I enjoyed the first one for what it was, uh, you know. And then we did a whole thing about the second one. I remember we talked about that. So here we are. Uh, let's just get into our thoughts on this. Um, I'll just say mine quickly, and then we'll go deeper. And this will be spoilers, so be, you're forewarned. Uh, I came into this movie. I don't know why I came into this movie. I know why. I came into it with high hopes and high expectations because I had seen or read uh, reviews from other people about this, and they were her heralding this movie like it was a good movie, like this is the best one. And, you know, the guy did a good job. And uh, I want to say the director is <coughs> Matt Reeves. Who I really got my eye on because he's going to be directing the Batman movie next with Ben Affleck. So I was really like, okay, you know, got my attention. Uh, now, for those who remember um, Geeked Out show that we did when we talked about the last movie, I think the last one was Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. And I had some, uh, the last the last one was or was that? Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I had some issues, not with the 
post-production of the movie, which I think they do a fabulous job on the way it looks and special effects, I had issue with some of the characters get down, particularly uh, Caesar. You know, I thought that he was a he was a little soft. When, if he's supposed to be the leader of these apes, and you know they're in a, a war situation and battling, and people want to take him out, he seemed to he he was. Uh, you know, in the first movie, they show that he was a pet originally, you know, so he he had that sort of in his DNA. And so I kind of was thinking I can see why he moves the way he does with his his decision process, because deep down inside, he's still a pet. That's just what I was thinking. I, you know, he was kind of soft shooing a little bit. But I was like, OK, you know, he's got. 400 Mike. years of oppression. <laughs> Mike, you on your Umar right now. Right, now, yeah, I'm starting off. This is a conspiracy, brother. So he, he, he has his 400 years of oppression he's trying to work through. So I get it. You know, I understand. It's not easy. But I, I thought that the, I think it was the Koba or Kuba, the, the, the one gorilla who was like, he was hardcore. He was on Koba. his Koba. He was, Koba was on his Malcolm. You know, any means necessary, they done hit me. So I got hit them, you know, they, and he was whooped. So he had a motivation for wanting to get revenge, which I understood. actually. So anyway, I had some problems with that, that, you know. So here we are. This is the war. And you look at the trailers and I'm like, oh, it's about to go down. You know, they got Woody Harrelson and they're fighting the military. And I'm like, this is it. You know, this is the, the grand showdown uh, of everything that we've seen. Uh, not so much. <laughs> uh the first half of the movie, I kind of enjoyed. It was like a setup, and I'm like, okay, this is cool. It just starts out, and they're in the woods, and they're already ready to go, and soldiers are coming at them. I was kind of like, this is cool, but I noticed at the beginning when the military uh, invades his camp or tries to make a move on his camp, again, uh, Caesar, he does something that doesn't make sense to me. He lets the soldiers who tried to kill him leave. And I was like, I think they said they killed like 63 people or something or, or apes. And I'm like, how are you going to let these four humans walk? I was like, it doesn't make sense to me. I know it's hard. It's not really it's not hardcore to show them murder people because this movie is called War. They are at war. This is a this movie has always been a battle, in my opinion, about the extinction of one of the two combatants in this situation whether it's the humans or the apes so how you turn in blind eyes i just didn't understand it and then so he lets them go and i'm like i wanted i was you know i was in the theater this nigga's a sellout but and i didn't sell <laughs> damn excuse but i was like come on man i don't like they know where you live how are you going to let them leave? That's like, if this movie had been, listen, let me, let me give you a paint a picture. If this was a, a hood movie or a, a mob movie, or even if it was a, just a, a regular military movie, if, if the uh, enemy found your hidden fortress, they came in, they slaughtered your people, but they found out where you live and there were survivors. Would you let the survivors go? Knowing they know where you live, that didn't make no sense to me. So I was like, "Well, yeah, go ahead." I'm not gonna. I'll let you finish, but 
I'm not disagreeing with you necessarily, but the, they were going to be moving where they couldn't be found. So I think that's why he was okay to let them go. Oh yeah, he they, they make mention that uh, they want to move, but they, he but he also says we can't move right now. We got a lot of people, so we can't just you know we got to find a safe way that we can bring all these people to leave. But you letting these cats go right now, and they just moved on. So I was like, I was like, okay, that don't make no sense. This this cat, this ape, this monkey ass. This <laughs> see, his monkey ass is is tripping. Like that's a. Uh, that's no, there's no strategic move in that. He's trying to send a message. How are you going to send a message when they killers? They're ready to ride. So you ain't sending them no message. The only message you're sending is they know where you at now. So I was like, okay. And so then, of course, them soldiers come back at night. And they're going to ambush them. <coughs> now, what happens next? They, if I remember right... Uh, Caesar's wife and kid get murdered. Mm-hmm. Now I was well, like, we, we all spoiling now, right? Well, yeah, that's what I said. We spoiling from the top. Okay, all I right. said, I said, well, that's because of you. You did that. Like I, I, did, I was wait, I was waiting for the apes and other people in his group to throw his ass out. It was like, like here you go again, soft shoeing, Caesar. You, you gonna get us blown away because you don't want to uh, take it to massa. And I was like, what are you doing? I, I, I can understand. How is he a leader? And I'm trying to understand, like, what was his progression from the last movie? I assumed from the trailers and just my own common sense that, oh, he was a hardened, battle-proven leader now. He wasn't second-guessing his leadership and who he is in the grand scheme of everything. But here he is still, like, you know, want to give passes to to the enemy? I didn't understand. I was like, this dude ain't—he's stupid. I don't. I was like, uh, he's, and I'm like, he's the hero. So I don't know why they can't show him take out the opposition. And so I had a problem with that man, and that kind of followed for me through the rest of the movie because, again, there's a scene where he decides that at this point he finally says, okay, I'm going to go take out the bad guys myself. Of course, you know, they got to give him his uh, crew of people that are going to go with them. You know, this is a movie and a story. So you have to have those characters that will ride with you on your journey to get the bad guy. You know, it's the same sort of plot you've seen in many movies before. They, you know, they got to go to the, to the bad guy's castle and take them out, blah, blah, blah. But uh, along the way, they show them that they come onto an encampment or something like that where they think that there's soldiers at. And they come across a human, a white guy. And I thought this was a cold scene because the human dude is kind of like, oh, I'm just going to reach in my pocket or something and put something down. And the apes, they are, <laughs> the apes is loaded down. You know, they on their they they Black Panthers. They on their black apes. They got their machine guns ready. And, you know, my man... Oh, I'm gonna reach in my pocket. He tried to pull out his joint. They lit his ass up. I was like, "Yeah, this shit is dope." I was like, "Finally, these motherfuckers are soldiers." <laughs> so they lit his ass up, and he went down. And I'm like, "I already." It's so the thing is, and it's because maybe I'm a little older. I already know what they're gonna do. I remember seeing the trailer. I remember there was a little white girl in the trailer. I was like, okay. <laughs> Why she gotta be a little white girl? Well, no, she was in the trailer. She was a little. Why white can't girl. she just be a little, a little girl? <laughs> <laughs> wow, you all on your politics, 
I mean, hey, this movie is all in its politics. We'll get into that. Well, so, you are right about that. Yeah. I got a lot to say about that. And and I so I said, okay, I already know this is probably her dad or something. And sure enough, they find the little girl asleep. And they they try to frame it where there's the one sort of Obi Wan peacemaker uh monkey dude. What kind of monkey is that? Uh the orange one, I forget. I'd have to guess an orangutan. Yeah, maybe he's right. He was on his uh, every which way but loose monkey. <laughs> you tripped. <laughs> That's one of your old, you know, my old Clint Eastwood movies. Yeah, had, yeah. it was. It was that every every which way is loose. I think think that's the name of the title. It was that that motherfucker. It was him, right? So, and he spoke with sign language, and so he basically trying to convince Caesar, man, you can't lead this little. I'll, I'll, I'll play the. I'll play Roland. I'll play Roland with you, Q. You can't. Wow. You can't leave this little girl here by herself. She'll starve. And I have to give him. At this point, they had Caesar. He was on his heart. He's like, I don't give a fuck about. And first, that's what I was like. How, how is this character now? This now he's on some some rah rah shit. Like you don't give a fuck. He was kind of like, and I was like, it wasn't like it wasn't like that. Yeah, but he was kind of like he wasn't. He had to be sort of convinced to like, man, stop being an ass and let this girl come. I was like, but I was like, hey, listen, I would have if I would have wrote this, he would have been like, she is a casualty. Of war, like <laughs> fuck out of here, like they trying to kill us. I, I he would have been on this Nat Turner, but of course he wasn't. So they had to bring the little girl with them, and you know they kind of show again. They try to show like Caesar had his water. They're riding the horses, and Caesar's just like drinking his water, and the dude's like doing the sign every which way but loose. Monkey is doing the sign language. She's thirsty. You know, and Caesar's kind of like, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't like, they going to have him give up. And I think it was a, later in the movie, kind of like, he he wasn't, he's such a nice guy. He like, get, get on and give her the water bottle, Caesar. But, and I was like, it's very interesting because on one hand, it's the monkeys being sort of what you would have the humans sort of not really caring about the monkeys i was like okay but i was like he is the hero of this movie and it's okay for him to say f them to me like i understand this is hollywood and i understand what they're trying to or at least what i think they're trying to do with the theme of this movie but i was like man if this was any other situation that motherfucker would have starved oh well but i again i think they did it on purpose to make it be a young white girl like that because well, there's no way in hell in these movies they would have her be in a dangerous situation and it's to make him seem like he ain't that bad. And I was like, yeah, okay, I get it. Well, Mike, Go ahead. Mike. You know that, that that's a character from the um, original Planet of the Apes, right? I, I heard somebody say that. I don't know too much about that. What is, what's going on with that character? In the original Planet of the Apes, the very first film, when Charlton Heston allegedly lands on this planet of apes, um, there's a woman, female, who's who is a uh, prisoner? Oh but yeah, she's, but she's liked by the apes, and that's Nova. Oh, so that's supposed to be kind of her in a sense. Yeah, and she couldn't talk yeah. either. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I can kind of see what you're talking, what they're saying there. Okay. I'm not. I, I'm not saying that justifies it. Keep going. Keep, right. Keep going on. So. Uh, so anyway, I'm not gonna do the whole movie, but um, you know, it just gets to the point 
where and then and I'm going to let you speak on this, but I would just say this movie, like the last movie, to me, it depends on the person who watches it and sort of what lens you are viewing this from. For me, as a 47 year old black man, I can look at some of the stuff they're showing in there. And to me, it's like blatant, like they're trying to sort of give off this theme of, you know, all oh, these are, you know, these are blacks. The monkeys are kind of like the black people, you know, being persecuted <coughs> and there's some, some overtones to like slavery. Uh, there's even to me some maybe some like Jewish Holocaust type stuff, you know, and there's a scene in there where Caesar gets captured by the humans and they sort of bring him to their, their concentration camp or their plantation and they're forcing these monkeys to work. And if they literally have monkeys, other apes with whips, whipping the yep. shit out of monkeys. And I swear they did a reenactment of that scene from Glory with Denzel Washington where he's like, <laughs> <laughs> but they had a Caesar. I was like, come on, man. This is too, this, I like this movie. It's crazy. It was, you ain't lying. You ain't said, you ain't lying yet. <laughs> it was just like 12 years of slave monkey or something. Like, I was like, damn. I was waiting. I was really, I was waiting for him to have a monkey bed winch, but that'd have been that'd have been too much. But <laughs> that'd have been on up. <laughs> I was waiting for uh, Caesar to say, "Give us free." <laughs> and uh, you know, oh, and and two man, this is what was so funny to me. They literally had monkey coons, like sellout, oh, yeah. sellout monkeys, yeah. man. These were, and so. You see in the trailer, there's. Hey, the, hey Mike, and what, what color was that monkey? What color was that monkey? Hysterical. <laughs> you mean he was light skinned? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's terrible. Well, there was. So here, let me just a little setup. Now, you may have seen in the trailer, there's the scene where the military guy, soldier, shooting off his gun, and he has a gorilla reload his shit for him. So they have these apes. It was really, I think, only the apes. They were apes, and they they had on the back of these things. They said donkey. They called them donkey. They called them donkeys. That was basically the n word. It was just donkey. Get over here, donkey. You know they didn't. Say, hey, donkey. They was get over here, donkey. You know it was donkey. Please. <laughs> now if they had said that. Now, called. <laughs> you know what animal? Hey, you know what animal represents the Democratic Party, right? Hysterical. <laughs> Telling you, this movie is drenched <laughs> and shit like that. I can. I, I'm gonna get into it. I'm yeah, I'm gonna let it. you do your thing. So, I, I, listen. So they had these characters, man, and they set it up to say that these are the apes who were uh, in 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 line with Cuba or Coba. You know, the, the ape from the last. Right. Movie. And they right. were saying like, since he got killed, they were scared of what uh, Caesar would do to them. So they all went and joined the other side. And became basically sellouts uh, and coon coon apes, basically. And they had one ape. He was a he was a they they called him what they call him Winter or something like that. A name that was the 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 ape that uh, went over to the other side, right? Yeah, he was like a he his his name was Winter. Winter, yeah. He was I guess he was a a a tan ape, like a light skinned ape. Uh-huh. I was like, I was like, oh, that's interesting. And first, I mean, that 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 ape does exist. I don't know the oh, okay. type of ape, but it is a real ape. And he was on, he was on Caesar's side at first in the movie, but then he sells him out to you know the humans, 
and he joins the other side. Now, I thought it was some cold scene, though, when they snuck in and found his ass and ran up on him. I was like, hey, partner. And he was like, <laughs> oh, 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 you know, he was cool, you know, cooning out. Uh, no, they made me. You know, he, he got caught up. The brothers caught him. And they was like, they was about to get in his ass. They did. And like Caesar was in there, a couple of other dudes. And they was like, tell us where to such and such. Tell us where masters sleep. It, it was, it's, it's literally just pulled straight out of one of these, these tales. Tell us where the master sleep at. Oh, man, he gone. He gone. <laughs> <laughs> they went down something. Where? And then like there was some of the um, the humans outside the little place where they they cornered the coon ape. And he tried to scream out for him. This is one of the coldest parts in the movies. <laughs> they jumped his ass. And Caesar had him his ass in a headlock and just choked him out to death. And I was like, that was some shit. But I was, but when I walk away from this movie, though, I'm listen, I'm on my conspiracy, brother. It's interesting that they would show, of all the people in the movie, Caesar could have killed and you would have had rightful vengeance or justice. He never, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, he never openly attacked those humans. But the one character they do show him attack is his own people and actually kill. I I thought that was kind of interesting because there's situations in this movie where he's supposed to take out the bad guy. This is what heroes do. But even at the very end, when he confronts Woody Harrelson, and he got the gun to blow his goddamn head off. What did he do? He went Black Panther on. Okay, I, listen. <laughs> he he, I, I, he I, didn't I, do it. And and they and the cop out is they had Woody Harrelson kill himself. And I was like, fuck out. When I saw, I was like, man, this is corny. How is he supposed to be the hero? He doesn't have to have no moral dilemma. He's rightful in his movements here, man. Like, why can't he just? Why can't he? Why he gotta be all? This? Ugh, I was so frustrated, and this I'll let Q tell it, but just the way it ends was corny to me. The whole like <laughs> battle scene at the end was ridiculous. It wasn't the apes that was doing the battle? It's some whole other unexplained yeah. army right. that I have. Was like, right. how do they have? They had so many people in this other army. I was like, then what's the point of it being Planet of the Apes? Right. I was just like, fuck out of here. And check this out. Now no, 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 check this shit out. You got a second conspiracy brother here. <laughs> <laughs> what did Woody Harrelson have the slave labor building? Hilarious. A, <laughs> a, a wall. Wow. Right? Here, he, let had me... the donkey, he had the donkeys helping him <laughs> that's true. build a wall. Check that shit out. That, yeah, and I don't, think that's, I don't think that's a coincidence either. <laughs> so I would just say this. I'm with Q because Q can go deeper. I, I was disappointed with this movie, man. Um, to me, it's false advertising for one. There's no war in this movie. There was more war in the. There was more war and battle action and getting it, getting it in in this in the last movie. Yeah, and the first and the second one. There's memorable scenes. You know, I always remember that scene of the excuse me, the the ape charging at the uh, helicopter. I think that was in the first one on the bridge. Right. It was more classic stuff in those. This movie was not a war. I was just so disappointed. I was like, this is corny. Uh, I didn't like the ending. And I thought the overall character of Caesar, I didn't understand. What was the point? He didn't 
I didn't see him change at all in this movie. He he loses. He made bad. He made bad decisions. Yeah, to, I mean, he was still a leader, but he made. I, well, go ahead. I'll let you. Well, it, I agree. No, he he made bad decisions. The whole situation to me it couldn't. It didn't have to happen if he'd have chose to do do the, the hard choices that leaders do. They wouldn't even hard choices. And he caused all this destruction and death because he's not dealing with these situations. And at the end, it didn't even have nothing to do. I mean, the humans fought the battle, and the the the, the gorillas and them they just go out like a Jar Jar Binks or something. Like it just sort of happenstance be there and sort of goof yeah, off. Yeah, they were like just in the middle. They were caught in the middle of something. Yeah. And lastly, let me say this. Last one. I, I trust you. That character with the vest. <laughs> The character what? With the vest. Oh, uh, my God. That was awesome. And I, and I love Kevin Hart. But that was awesome. Buffoon, Jar Jar Binks. I, I didn't understand why they had that in there. I said, this character, he, first he's a comedic goof off, which none of the other movies had that I remember. And I was like, what was the point of this guy? He's I just bumbling that. around. Doing stuff, uh, just took me out of the movie. Where did this? Ape, where did that ape come from? He speaks almost better than Caesar does. They, they try to say he was another one of these test subjects at a zoo or something. Yeah, but, but it, how do you? How does he not? How does Caesar? Where did he come from? How does Caesar? Why is he separate? Well, I don't think why is he maybe, isolated. Why is I, it? I, I couldn't remember was if he was at the same zoo that Caesar was or not. I, it, it didn't make any sense to me. Uh, listen, I'm trying to understand, like, and you're right. How was he smarter? It seemed like he was actually smarter than Caesar. But I'm yeah. Like, what What does Caesar, I'm just trying to understand, like, he's supposed to be smart, but he's not doing anything, Start. He has no strategy. I was just trying to understand, what was the point of Caesar? Just because he talks? That doesn't mean he should be a leader because he obviously has no skills to lead. He's not strategic. They weren't doing, like, badass stuff and setting up traps in the woods. I was trying to understand what does the Caesar character, what makes him special other than he can talk? Because he wasn't doing shit. Like the, I mean, the even, Ewoks even, is better. Than, the Ewoks. I was just going. I was just going to say that, Mike. <laughs> My bad. I was just going to say the Ewoks can hold off the Empire. I was just. I swear to God, I was just going to say that. So that's my. I, hey, listen, I've said enough. Go ahead, man. What did you think about this? Okay, thing? let me just address some of the things you said. I don't necessarily fault Caesar for not killing the humans um, in cold blood. You raise a good point that he killed that ape, but I would say he just killed the ape because he didn't want the ape to scream out. But I, listen, I, I, I respect what you said. I can see that that uh, opinion. I thought it was stupid that he let those guy the, the soldiers go back. If nothing else, you keep them as prisoners of war. There you go. Yeah. I mean to me it it really whoever wrote the character of caesar we saw that happen in the last film where he kept saying leave us alone leave negro they're not i'm sorry should he say <laughs> they're not gonna leave you alone <laughs> and, and uh, okay i'm gonna get into some of the symbolism now now check this out Did, now caesar is the only until we meet this other guy uh bad ape Caesar is the only ape that can speak. All the other apes uh, do sign language, right? 
Right. Now, I just throw this in here. But did you catch they had the Every Which Way But Loose speak at the end all of a sudden? They did, yeah. I didn't understand. I was like, how did he learn to talk the whole fucking movie? He couldn't talk, but now he knows how to talk. What changed? I, I don't know. <laughs> it's one of them Rocky moments. I, I'm hitting the strength. <laughs> something I don't know. <laughs> but Caesar is the only one that can speak English and... and now, you notice that Caesar was also the only one who the middle of his face was white. Mm, okay. Did you notice that? Now, I'm not saying anything. Hilarious. I'm, I'm just saying. Conspiracy, okay? brother. <laughs> All the other apes, they were like, they had the complete black fur. They didn't have none of this uh, day glow face in the center. <laughs> none of that. And they couldn't talk. They just took orders. And they was, t- see, it's, it's, it's almost like it's almost more insulting because the allegory is there, but you got this white face. You got this whitewashed ape <laughs> who's making these bad decisions, and the completely the 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 the, the hood apes Hilarious. are telling us, "Fool, look, no, you can't leave. Just take us to the to the land. Come on, take us, take us to promised take land. Us with, yeah, why are you going back? You, you know, because I have to. My, maybe I am like Koba." <laughs> Well, if you, if, and, and it's also interesting. Now, I didn't really like the character of Koba. I know you did, right? I just thought Koba was like a a, a, um, a plot device to kind of um, have an out for this conflict for Caesar, you know, because mm-hmm. Koba could upend the conflict. But, you know, but I respect Koba's politics. I, I, I may not have followed him, but I respect his politics. And it's just funny how all the apes that were with Koba now are working for the man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What are they trying to I, I, I hear you. Okay, listen. Now, then for, for Caesar to say, I guess I am like Koba. Well, no, you're not. Well, it's, it's just, it's, it's a muddled message because all the, ape, all the Koba apes are following Woody House and now you want to go kill him and then you don't kill him. <laughs> well, you get a chance. What was the point? Now, I could see someone saying that he took pity on Woody Harrelson because what was his? I don't even remember his name. I don't he either. took. I'm just gonna call him Woody. He took pity on Woody because Woody succumbed to the virus, which was some bullshit. So you mean to tell me that he touches this doll because they made it clear that Woody Harrelson makes it clear in his monologue that he he shot his own soldiers who he thought were infected, burned all their clothes, anything they came in contact with, and then. He picks up this doll that Caesar had in the cage because Nova left it in the cage. And overnight, he's he's struck down by this virus. I just thought that was, why would you write that? We, As bad as the movie was to me, I did want to see some comeuppets. I wanted to see revenge. And we get to this anticlimactic scene where, okay, he's going to let Woody Harrelson go. Because he's suffering from the virus. Because I guess he's supposed, we're supposed to think, well, Caesar's compassionate. He's thinking, well, you're suffering more than I am pulling it. it. It makes you suffer more to suffer through your virus than for me to end your life. So then what does he do? He leaves the gun behind so he can shoot himself. What the fuck? What, what's the message? What are the writers? You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If, if you're going to not kill him, at least say something like, you live with that prison that you're in, the your mental prison, or something like that. He leaves the gun behind so that Woody can kill himself. Um, <clears throat> now, on some more nitpicky stuff, 
what the fuck kind of ground were they walking on where you could just reach your hands up and make a hole? That didn't make any sense to me because I was like, wouldn't the whole foundation just fall? Like they just kept conveniently being able to punch these holes through the roof or whatever that thing where I was like, doesn't make any sense. Like, And if you can do that, if the, all these apes got to do is, I mean, there was tons, there were hundreds of apes. Seemed like they would jump one time, and, <laughs> and I, I they didn't know. Yeah. It seemed like their weight would have. I mean, all these dudes were doing po- poking holes with their fingers. Like, how's this happening? What? That, that's concrete. That's um, earth. You know, how are you doing that? And then when the, the tunnel started flooding, what was the point of that? Was it, I don't remember there being any consequence of that, any jeopardy from that. No, yeah, neither. <laughs> I mean, at the beginning of the movie, I thought I was going to be in for a ride. Because let me just say, I didn't really enjoy the first two movies at all. I kind of liked the second one. Um, because I liked seeing the apes interact with the humans. And they were getting it on, getting it popping, right? So in the beginning of this one, I'm like, okay, all right. We got some military shit. These apes are a, a formidable foe. They shooting arrows. I'm like, okay, these soldiers got rifles, Right, AR-15s or, or whatever, and I'm like, how are these how are the apes gonna stop them? They got these arrows that they had some for them soldiers' ass, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, this is a war, and the apes won the first battle. That was the only fucking war we saw. And, and what happened to all that strategy later? I mean, to the rest of the movie, like, well, after that, that's when your boy Winter was like. On his Steven. There were a lot of Stevens in this movie. Yes, there were. <laughs> that was when, when Winter was like, look, um, we have to leave tonight. What was it? He, I think he he made it clear that he was uncomfortable. And yeah, he wanted to leave. That he thought Because one of the young monkeys sunned him and said, I know you're scared. <laughs> but we got to. Oh, that's right. Because he said something to him. And, and Caesar kind of jumped up and was like, man, watch your tone. Like, that's my kid. Shut he kind of he kind of said like he gave him a look if I'm not mistaken or something. And I was like, well, "What is he? Why are you doing all that?" Like he was always badass to the other apes, but he wasn't badass to these people. Like ah. you're kind of right about that. Now, now the other thing is you brought it up. I thought it was so ridiculous. I mean, Mike, it was so ridiculous. I laughed in the theater. When 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 the stormtroopers, I mean the guy, the soldiers dressed in white, <laughs> the 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 um, they look like the stormtroopers in the uh, in Hoth. Man, that was they, a, that was a cut scene from uh, Attack of the Clones battle. <laughs> <laughs> they come, come in, they come in, yay yay! And then they, then they see uh, Caesar standing there, and they turn on him. They all get quiet. And the one dude raises his rifle. Then you start hearing this rumbling. And it's an avalanche. And then they start running the opposite direction. I literally laughed at that. <laughs> now, let, me, let me say this. This is what I thought was going to happen at that point. Because it seemed to me they didn't want to show you that there were people in there. I don't think you ever saw who those people or what they looked like. The guys in white? The guys in white at first. Like you can, I could, you couldn't really, and I was thinking, I was like, this could be a hell of a little thing they may throw in here. I thought when they sort of, the camera sort of pans to show the front of them as they're looking at Caesar, I thought his reaction was like, oh shit, these are apes. Like, I thought that was what was going to happen. I was like, oh, I was like, okay, the rest of the world is already sort of like the movies that we saw before. 
And the apes are really on some other shit. Like Caesar and them was on some low level shit. I thought they were about to be. The, these are the apes that got the helicopters and all this shit. But it was. Oh, wow. I, that's what I thought. Th- thought I was like, that, that would have been a headbuster. And I was nah, like, I never thought oh, that. shit. But because I'm trying because they didn't really show. And I'm and I'm looking at their standing up and stuff. And I was like, I was just thinking maybe it's just kind of poor CGI. Like they're going to show that these are like even more evolved monkeys and stuff. But. I guess it's to assume they're just humans from I don't know where the hell they're from, but yeah. Well, that- Woody Harrelson says that um, because he was wanting to kill his people who even showed signs of the virus, that some of the so these these soldiers in white they broke off from um, from the pack and they became enemies. Mm. And I just thought that's just some. Who? Why do I want to hear? Why does that have to be the story? I want to see apes fighting humans. Exactly. And I suppose that means that um, at the end of this movie, we we get to the point where maybe there's another uh, 50 or 100 years. I guess all the humans are wiped out now. I mean, I'm trying to figure out why do they have an avalanche kill all those guys in such a comical scene? And it was that just to get us to the point where the first original Planet of the Apes, because if you notice... um, because, uh, what's his name? Uh, Caesar dies. Okay, that's the ultimate spoiler. Right. And his son Cornelius, I assume, will take over. And Cornelius is the guy who was played, who was the lead in the 1970s Planet of the Apes. Right, right. Yeah, I, I was already checked out, man. I was just like, and, uh, oh, you're bleeding. Like, you didn't notice? He wasn't bleeding. <laughs> I was like, come oh, on. I was like, so he's just going to die? And he just kind of sits there and just, oh, and then just falls over. And then there's like the sun shining. And I was like, man, just end the movie. It's, <laughs> it's so corny. Uh, I was the same way. I was like, because uh, my son was sitting there about to fall asleep. Because this, bo- this shit was boring, man. And I was like, is this over? Okay, he did. Okay. All right, credits, please, credits. And I, I was like, should I wait to see if there's a um, post credit scene? Fuck uh, that. Hell no. <laughs> hell no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you had your white saviors. You had your blacks. You had your blacks in white face in this movie. You had your. I think. I think it was a reference to the Democratic Party versus the uh, Republicans. On Woody Harrelson was on his Trump. Right. At the end, he couldn't speak. He was in, in, incomprehensible. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I just think the the the, the meta the, the the allegory was just so strong to the point it was almost crass. And it, this was a really cruel movie. I mean, even even the Christian uh, inferences with the stringing them up on a cross. Yeah, that was pretty wild stuff, man. Why was it? Why just you know what, Mike? This movie didn't know what it wanted to be. There was a there was a there was a um edit in this movie a cut where we see um caesar struggling on the cross i'm calling it the cross uh, on the x whatever you call it there, there was an x-men i guess and then we cut um, we, and we're meant to he's suffering he's suffering he's clearly suffering then we cut to the minstrel monkey <laughs> looking through the binoculars ooh, ooh, why <laughs> so small and then they turn it and then the then the, the orangutan turns the uh, binoculars around. Oh, I'm like, huh? Uh, 
Listen, y'all want me to cry or laugh? Make up your mind. That's the title of this episode, right? Menstrual Monkey. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, oh man, yeah, this movie. I, I I want someone to interview Matt Reeves, the director, because I just so just just explain it. Like, is, is this stuff would be too coincidental for it to just kind of be like this? Or just to be like that, you had to be like trying to send. I don't know. And you're right. I don't know what kind of message you were trying to send, but you're touching. It seems on all these different things, and it's almost so blatant. But it's just like it's not clever. You know. No, it's. it's you know what, Mike? You said it right there. None of it was clever. None of it yeah. was clever. I mean, it was disguised as you know all those slow scenes where they don't cut away for like a full ten seconds on a reaction shot. You know, that's what makes people say, oh, it was epic. It took its time. It, it built to something. No, it was bad editing to make you think he had something to say. Yeah. And it was at the end of the day, it was just monkeys fighting humans who are trying to build a wall against other humans. Yeah, he was is one, he, he was trying to be deep, but that ain't your with a LeVar ball. Stay in your lane. Just do the action movie. Don't try to like solve the problems that ills of society, and let me oh let me throw in uh, this part. But have them whip them. I'll have the the donkeys whip the other ones, and hey, stop it. Somebody in the production <laughs> said they should have said, "Listen, just 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 do the fucking movie, man. Like you know, don't try to make that's I, that's what I hope for. Like DC, if you're watching this movie." I, I don't know the guy you know in terms of the way it looks in the production it's fantastic like yeah I'm not mad at that but oh the, the monkeys looked real man yeah I mean yeah, yeah. Lie. It, it was fantastic but don't have Batman them trying to don't try to play it like it's you know some social justice warrior theme plot just stick with this the subject matter you're not smart enough to be trying to do all this because you just it looked crazy and as I said to me when I look at it, it's just I'm like, okay, really? They the donkeys, donkeys of the day, and get. I was like, when they started whip, I kind of laughed at first when they first time that one of them got whipped because I was like, damn, they doing. I was like, y'all doing some slay. I was like, this is hilarious. Like, just, ah, come on, man. Like I said, like I said, it looked like I could. I, I believe Matt Reeves found this old slavery script. <laughs> That was floating around Hollywood. Oh, let me get that. Let me get that. I got Hilarious. it. I got you. I got you. Let me option that. <laughs> I'm going to make the monkeys, though. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> he found the old Roots unused script. <laughs> it was like, Matt, we're shooting this thing in three weeks. How far are you on the script? And he's like, gosh, yeah, I'm under pressure. And he's looking on his desk, and he saw the old... Slave movie ID he had. It's like, ah, oh, shit. Well, no one else read this one. <laughs> Scrub this <laughs> war, war for the African nation. <laughs> Shaka Zulu reboot. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that Shaka Zulu reboot. That deal fell through. <laughs> Shaka Zulu. Scratch that out. Caesar. Motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, but the, you, you put it, you you put it excellently, Mike. You said, uh, you, what did you say? Um, 
you said something like he he was trying to make statements and it just wasn't working. Trying too hard to make statements. You yeah. said something that, that summed it up. Yeah, and, you know the last third of the movie, he probably didn't have he didn't finish the slave script, so he was like, oh shit, I, I was I was gonna do this Trump thing. I mean, put that in the, the wall. Uh, oh shit, this this old this the knockoff Lord of the Rings movie battle scene. Wow, a- avalanche. <laughs> <laughs> I was like an avalanche. That's that's so ridiculous. And then like the apes are just running from <laughs> get up on the trees. What? Why don't they just call this movie Avalanche or Army Snowmageddon? Then day. <laughs> the point, man. Well, here's my thing. Like, how far did those monkeys go? Because. I'm assuming because this takes place. I don't where where did this take place? That's a good the last question. time I remember. This was in uh, the second movie, the first and second movie. They were in San Francisco. That's right. So where the fuck was all this snow coming from? Did I miss something? Uh, uh, we all miss something. But and uh, then they okay. walk across. They they walk. Uh, they walk for what? I don't know how long it was. And now they're in the um, in the forest in the mountains. Like what? Yeah, wouldn't, Where you, wouldn't you have thought that? To me, if it was gonna be War of the Planet of the Apes, you would have like the iconic battle in some sort of like um, iconic sort of message to the people. Like, oh, this is taking place in in New York, or you know what I mean, or something that we can say. Oh, this is the rundown. You know, this is you know what I mean. Like if you had it in. A landmark type of place that we can like the other movies, like they kind of showed you uh, Statue of Liberty and different things. I just thought this, well, is, this is just in the force. Like it don't even this doesn't and don't see, even have no frame of like where the rest of society is or how long. You know what I mean? Like it just would have been to me better right. to throw something like that in it. See, you're, I, I agree with you. If you're going to go this route and you're going to introduce this virus thing to explain part of the plot. That's what made the second movie so interesting to me. Even though we've seen virus viruses in humanity numerous times, it is a, it is a source of drama, right? To, you, how do you survive? Or and you've got these apes breathing down your neck too. That's what I liked about the second one. What little I liked about the second one. This one, you're absolutely right. We don't know. Okay, what's the state of humanity now? Are all is it just these two military factions? Right. Where where are the children and the wives and and the, the guy? Where, where was uh, Gary Oldman? How, I mean, because this only took place fifteen years after the last movie, I believe. Because hmm. they had the credits come, the the text come up. <clears throat> so I'm like, yeah, where was everyone else? And I, I, there was no spatial parameters. Like, are we in San Francisco? Are we in the Andes? Where the fuck are we? <laughs> what, yeah. Where is everybody? <laughs> you know. Yeah, so I, I'm done with it. Hopefully they say this is the last one. I somehow doubt that. Uh, I assume this movie is going to be very successful. Uh, oh, you know. You know, good enough. it's not going to be the last one. Yes. Yeah, so. And you know, Mike, I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, they might as well just, shit, they got a virus situation. They just tie this into, like, zombies. Like, the next one they just have, like, <laughs> the, 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 the humans turn into zombies versus the apes. That would be a cold-ass mashup. The Walking Dead, Planet of the Apes. You well, you know, it's funny that when uh, when um, Caesar had his vision of uh, Koba. This nigga was, he that, was dreaming about that motherfucker. That motherfucker looked like a zombie. Yeah. 
Is this a zombie going zombies now? <laughs> he was dreaming but, of Cobra because Cobra was in his dreams. Like you know, you don't fucked up. And you know, you let the you let the soldiers go at what time? What was the time again? Oh, you know, you don't fucked up, right? <laughs> you know, you fucked up. Right? <laughs> you let uh, the soldiers go. No, this but, is. Yeah, a, I, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm, I'm just. I'm just gonna say. I'm hearing and like on double toasted. I heard them say this, and uh, your man, uh, Captain Kirk, on the Afronaut show, he said he saw this in other reviews. People are saying, these people are saying that this is the best trilogy ever. (laughs) And I'm like, y'all need to fall back. That's, I respect everyone's opinion, but that's kind of ludicrous. Like, come on. Even I mean, if you just pull some more recent, like, you, so you, that's better than, like, Batman Begins and all that kind of stuff? Like, the Lord of the Rings, Lord Star, the original Star in, Wars trilogy. Indiana Jones. I mean, come on now. I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> I don't even think one, one movie in this whole trilogy is, is not a classic movie to me. None of these movies are, like, classic, like a standalone. No. It's, no. It's, uh, whatever. People be just caught up in the hype, man. That's all. I respect the fact. I will say this, and I will admit that this is part of my issue, which why I don't like these movies. My expectations, okay? I would say this is a this is a great reimagining of what it would be like in the real world if apes were to gain intelligence and there was a and they were to spread a virus. You know, as opposed to in the original original movies, you had apes walking strictly upright, wearing leather clothes, like 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 in the Tim Tim what's his name Tim Burton in the remake Tim Burton remake. Mm-hmm. Okay, this move this trilogy is a good uh, is a good reimagining. But then the problem you have is when you call it, you stick Planet of the Apes on it. It's not Planet of the Apes. It's just it's basically uh, apes in a forest. That's, <laughs> That's true. It. That's true. Yeah. That Whereas is. the uh, the original ones, it was, it was a Planet of the Apes. And the other thing now, and I'll, and I'll shut up. The, the other the other movies, they didn't take themselves so seriously. They had fun. <laughs> I mean, it was Charlton Heston getting his ass whooped and all that, but uh, and there was drama in it, but it it, it didn't take itself so. This movie, like you said again. It wanted to be this huge treatise, I get a feeling, on, on society. And it was so deadly serious to the point that it was almost depressing. It was like watching The Road almost. Hmm. And it's apes. Dude, it's apes. Come on. <laughs> so, I mean, if you call this something like, um, you know, monkey business, part one, part two, part three. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Maybe not that, but don't give it the title Planet of the Apes because that, had, like you said, that is a classic property. This was just, it wasn't Planet of the Apes. It was these apes just fighting humans in a forest. The scope wasn't as big as the original movies. Right. You, does that make sense? No, I, I, I totally understand it. You know, And it's, you know, it's just like one of these things we've, we've talked about this with remakes before. They're going to grab the popular, you know, they call it IP, intellectual, inter, I can't even say the word, intellectual property that people right. will recognize. Oh, Planet of the Apes is the expectation. If the movie isn't exactly that, it doesn't matter. Slap that on there, put it out there, you know. So, I, 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 though, I, like I said, because of technology, 
these movies are very well done. Oh yeah, you know. But uh, there, you go. so there you go. Um, not a fan of this last one at all. Uh, disappointed. It could have been a good movie, but like you said, I think I don't care what anybody says. Marketing plays a plays a valuable role. If you market something to me and you get me thinking one thing, and you show me something else, it's going to affect my reaction to your property. I agree. I agree. All right. Well, there we go. I want to move off of that quickly and jump in a few other things before we wrap up. Um, Let's see. I will say that there is a new Star Wars, The Last Jedi, uh, behind the scenes video that was was released. Uh, Definitely go check that out. Uh, They don't have to sell me on this movie at all. Like I'm already (laughs) going to go, but. It's just cool to see glimpses of, of different things. Um, now we, I'm saying now this show is dated because this happened just after the I think it's called D23 event that Disney had, right. and then right. Comic Con I believe is this weekend coming up. So there's a lot of things. Um, but one of the other big things I want to talk about quickly is the Avengers: Infinity War. Uh, Marvel did a I guess a presentation at this D23, and they brought most of the cast, if not all of the cast of the Avengers movie uh, that is shooting now. Actually, I think the Infinity War is just wrapping, if not just wrap principal shooting, and uh, they're actually gearing up to shoot the next one. But uh, yeah. they released a teaser trailer at this event. Uh, the trailer has not been released online yet, but I wanted to just read some of the uh, synopsis, a little bit of what we see in this trailer and get the opinion. Uh, they say the trailer starts essentially with the Guardians of the Galaxy flying through space, and something like hits their windshield of their ship, and that something is Thor's body. And so they grab Thor and bring him inside the ship. Uh, he is brought back to life or to consciousness, and he's like, you know, who are you guys, and who the hell are you, type of thing. And uh, then they said cuts to Scarlet Witch. Uh, she, she seems to, uh, she's fl- says seems to cut to uh, a f- cutting a car in half, a flaming car in half. Uh, hmm. And it looks like Vision might be trapped nearby. Uh, something bad's happening. Then I guess we hear Thanos. I think they show him says uh, death follows him like a shadow. Uh, and then it says it cuts to Loki cutting through a flaming wreckage uh, to grab the Tesseract, uh, which holds one of the Infinity Stones. Uh, it says next it goes to uh, Peter Parker. He's on a school bus. And it says that the arms on his, the airs on his arms start to stand up, sort of giving us a signal that all of us, he does have spider sense. So he, he senses something is wrong. Uh, then we, he says, uh, somebody says he comes to us uh, as some alien ship crash lands on a wrecked on a wrecked Earth, um, a worried Mantis stands with Iron Man, Thor, Doctor Strange, the Hulk, and the other heroes as the aircrafts approach. Uh, and it says, uh, "I guess this is Thanos." He says, "This does put a smile on my face." Uh, as Gamora takes in the wreckage of the room kept by the Collector, what was that? What's his name? Ben, ben, Del Toro? Del, Del Toro? Del Toro. Benicio Del Toro. Uh, and so it shows more infinity stones are pillaged. 
Uh, and that's when Thanos walks through a portal onto Earth, big and hulking and boasting a shit-eating grin. <laughs> uh, Star-Lord and Doctor Strange leap into action, harnessing magic and airborne stepping stones. Even Spider-Man swings into action wearing a cool new suit. Uh, they, they're speculating it was the suit that they show at the end of Homecoming that uh, Tony Stark was trying to give them. And it says we briefly see Black Widow, who's blonde, and Captain America, who's blonde. Yeah, it says she's blonde, and Captain America is wearing a beard. Oh, they're in disguise, I guess. Well, either in disguise or, or maybe it's, I don't know how much time has passed. I don't know what's going on with those characters. Uh, it says, um, it says I know that the fate of the universe is at stake, but don't we all feel a little refreshed after seeing valuable time and undercover makeup? Oh, I guess maybe they are undercover. Uh, it says in the final moments things get truly heated. Thanos grabs Thor's head in his meaty yeah, in his meaty paw and regards it like a grape he's about to smash. Uh maybe he saw the scary black and white episode of this guy's trying trying to do jokes. Uh Thanos, <laughs> Thanos says you can run from it, but your destiny still arrives, and then he holds up one hand and seemingly destroys a planet far away in the sky. Uh and then he has uh, the scene is taking place on Earth. Our freaking moon uh, is cut in half or something, and it seems to be throwing the pieces of that planet to the Avengers or something. Huh? <laughs> yeah, it's just some wild How the fuck stuff. are the Avengers going to fight that? Uh, that is a very good question. <laughs> so I, I can't wait to see this trailer. This this definitely seems they are ramping things up to a whole other level uh, with these movies. And uh, this is going to be a head buster, man, from just the description. Uh, wow. See, I'm still not that familiar with Thanos' power set and what his... I mean, I know of him, but I I didn't read books with him in it, and so I'm not that familiar with the character. It sounds like he he's kind of like Apocalypse, where his powers aren't really defined. He can just do whatever he needs to do for the sake of the story. Yeah, and I think he has, you know, he has that, excuse me, that Infinity Gauntlet in his hand. When, so when he's able to destroy a moon, that's because he's got that. Okay. Thing. All right, 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 right. Um, some other things here I sort of missed. Uh, it shows uh, the Winter Soldier and Black Panther are leading armies, uh, which is very interesting. Um, there's a shot of Spider-Man uh, in the Stark suit. Uh, we said that already. Uh, ship designs that Thanos rolls in is amazing, huge, devastating. Lands to battle Avengers. World looks brutal. Great shot of Thanos ex- flexing Infinity Gauntlet, missing some stones. Um, Captain America with the beard outfit looks dark and sleek. So, huh. yeah, there's a lot of crazy stuff going on. Scared shot of Tony Stark. St- Sticking in my head, great feeling of terror that Thanos likely caused. Uh, dope shot of Black Panther it, with the Wakandan army, arms crossed like an X, claws out. Now, has Thanos ever fought the Avengers in the books? Um, I mean, as far as I know, there's the Infinity Gauntlet story, <clears throat> so he's sort of fighting everybody, but the Avengers are included in that, of course. Now that and that's the one I think I read that that's the one where it takes the whole all the action takes place on like 
on a plane up in, in outer space, right? Yeah, and and there's and I guess they they show that some of that in the trailer and some of the behind the scenes stuff that has been sort of revealed. You can see that they're on there is all a total green area and it's sort of like they're in some space place. I don't know how they deal with atmosphere and oxygen, but uh, so I don't know. But. There well, we go. you know what? I'm glad they made this two movies because the, the cast you just went through with that, no way they're going to get that done in two and a half hours even. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be quite the achievement. They, 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 When they pull this off, this will be a game changer to me because it's, it's a lot of shit going on, a lot of characters. And this is Russo's, right? The Russo's? This is the Russo's, yeah. Those are doing this, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm, I, I feel good. Yeah, so feel good. Hopefully, uh, they will release this trailer after Comic Con. Uh, otherwise, they said it would have to wait till November when Thor comes out. But wow, they need to get on, get on, put this now, out. Is is Ant Man in the movie too? I'm. Yeah, he is actually. There was some. Yeah, because I think uh, he hurt him. The guy hurt himself during the filming of this or something. I remember we were talking about that offline or something. What's he going to do? Crawl up in Thanos' ass and give him indigestion or something? I don't know. What's he, he going to do? <laughs> hey, man. He's Ant-Man. He turned into a giant. Yeah. That's around. true. All right. Um, wrap this up. Unless you got anything else. So the next movie to look forward to, which one is that? Uh, this year. Well, I, this? Oh, Thor, Thor. Well, yeah, actually, I'm looking forward to that movie that's coming out next week. Uh, it, it's by the guy who did uh, Fifth Element. Oh, Valerian? Valerian. I, you know, it just looks uh, fantastic, so I have to see it on that. I know some people say, oh, it looks like it's going to be Jupiter ascending. No. Um, I've seen a couple reviews on it, and they say it's not terrible. You know, they're like, you know, not the best movie in the world, but it's certainly... You know, it's, it, it, it's probably on the level of Fifth Element, which I kind of enjoy that movie a little bit. Yeah, uh, I'll be. There. It looks like it. it go ahead, what? Well, I said I'll be at that movie. Bad, better or worse, I'm going. I, they got my money. Just I have to see it. It's one of those for me. If I got nothing better to do, or if it comes out to glowing reviews, I'll go see it. But I think I'm looking forward to um, American Made. Uh, that's the one with Tom Cruise. He's in another dramatic, well, it looks like it might be a dramatic role as opposed to a throwaway action role. He plays a, um, I think he plays a drug, a DEA agent who goes undercover. Oh, okay. I've seen the trailer for that. Yeah. Yeah. But I can't think of, I guess Thor is the next superhero movie, right? Comic book movie. I believe so. Yeah. November. There's a trailer they showed. This movie is is from the guys who did Independence Day. It looks oh, so Lord. cheesy. Oh, Lord. Was it like some sort of... Geostorm. Geostorm. <laughs> I laugh when I saw I'm like, the trailer. Is this a sequel to uh, 2012? I mean, <laughs> what what is this guy... He he put he knows how to put some animators to work, don't he? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of respect it. I was like, well... It just looks like it's so ridiculous. It looked like it was something that came out in the 90s or something, just so out there and ridiculous. But I was like, I give them credit for actually wanting to put some shit out like that. I don't know if it's going to work, but. But it's the same thing. We saw it in San Andreas. We saw it in Independence Day. We yeah. saw it in 2012. We saw it in um, The Day After Tomorrow. Why? He's doing it again. This That's guy's his style, man. That's his style. But he literally has no ideas. <laughs> 
He just like okay, wanna, big, big crazy shit. How many different ways can you destroy the planet? I mean, <laughs> hey, he's got some ideas. <laughs> Geostorm. Damn. Now, when is um, Detroit coming out? I'm I'm kind of looking forward to that. Uh, I don't know. Oh, actually, I do know. Uh, August the 4th. August the 4th. Now, I guess that comes out the same day as the Dark Tower. So. Well, we know which one. I'm, okay. Well, damn. Mm. That's a tough one. Which one I'm going to see first. But I'm going to say on the show, I'm not sure what the name of this show is. I guess this is the Michael Dean show. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, in, 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 um, in correspondence with huge reviews <laughs> but um i am going to and aunt if you're listening fine get at me i i, I i'm mad enough to take the l ava duvernay uh, i tip my hat to your sister and i apologize for doubting you because my whole thing was when she was going to be directing the black panther i was like eh, she did selma i mean selma was a great film but you know, she that doesn't. I can't imagine she can come from that and do a, a effects laden movie. And then I saw that trailer for Wrinkle in Time. I bow down. I bow down to you because that looks amazing. And she got Oprah Winfrey uh, acting again. Okay, I'm I'm good. I'm good. You can direct whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It just better be good. It got to be good. But I'm right. I'm impressed by what I've seen. Yeah, no, that that was an interesting trailer for sure. Uh, some definitely visuals we haven't seen before on that level. Um, oh, I know the big movie that comes out next week. Actually, I want to see this movie. It's the Christopher Nolan movie, uh, Dunkirk. You want to see that? I do, man. Uh, when I went to see, I think it was Kong or something, and I went and I saw that like at a real IMAX theater, like the right. super giant kind. And they showed, I don't know, it was like a five or ten minute thing for Dunkirk. And it, and those, and there were scenes that were shot in real, you know, they were shot in the, with IMAX cameras. Uh-huh. I, I didn't know what the movie was about at first. It was some of the most thrilling stuff I had seen in a minute, man. Like it, And it looked fantastic. It was like some air battle with, uh, what's the guy who plays Bane? I can't think of, Tom Hardy? Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy and some other dude. And, oh, man, it looked fantastic. I was like, oh. And then it just cut off. And I was like, oh, shit, what is this? I got to see this movie. It looks, it's so, it looks amazing, man. It's so funny. I mean, it's basically a period piece. Uh, it's a historical piece. Yeah. And um, I respect that. But it's amazing how fanboys are talking about this movie like it's a comic book movie. I'm hearing a lot of people say, I got to go see Dunkirk. Got to go see Dunkirk. I'm like, I respect that, but I'm just curious. Why? Oh, it, okay. It, it, it was so thrilling, the battle scenes, the, the air battle. And I don't know, just the way he it sets, it's his style. He, he knows how to like make things real tense. Mm-hmm. Sort of edge of your seat. And that's the way it was playing. I was like, this is dope, man. And it was, it looked incredible because you know, it would sort of shift between regular film stuff and then it would go into that full IMAX. And I was like, God damn, I have to see this in this. I have to see the whole movie. Like this is, it's amazing. Like, I, did, I don't like everything Christopher Nolan has done, uh-huh. but he definitely has skills. Like, cause I'm not interested. I wasn't so interested in the subject matter. Cause like he was a period piece, but this shit is play like fantastic, you know, badass action, 
you know, air battle. I was like, this, I got to see this shit. This shit is crazy. So, yeah, I'm going to well, check that out next week along with Valerium. And I guess another movie that you can, you know, it's a black movie if you want to support it. Uh, I will say the movie is currently sitting at 92% on Rotten Tomatoes, which I guess it is the movie uh-huh. Girls Trip. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Starring Jada Pinkett Smith and Quinn Latifah. Well, you know, um, I don't know if you know, maybe you might be familiar with him through Afro Nerd Radio. That's the only reason I'm familiar with him. But um, Sergio Mims of Shadow and Act. Yeah, yeah. You, you know that? Yeah. Okay. He was saying he thinks that's going to do big box office. He thinks it's because it's, it's kind of the answer to uh, Scarlett Johansson's last film, which flopped, uh, Rough Night, which is based kind of the same plot. Oh, okay. I'm not familiar with it. Uh, she goes out on the town with her girlfriends, I believe. But yeah, ninety two percent, really? Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Now that's with uh twelve reviews, but it's only one <laughs> okay. with only one rotten. To me it looked and I remember actually I remember a few months ago I seen the trailer for this some movie and it was a red band trailer. So they were cussing and talking mad crazy. But it looks like to me just a black version of the sort of girls' night out movies that have been sort of popular, those comedies. You know, real raunchy oh, um, type of movie. Bad Mom or something. What was it? That? Uh, those types of movies. It looked like this is. I was like, oh, okay, this is is you know, it's got some sisters in it. They they're going to the Essence Festival. Literally, that's what the story. Is. <laughs> and, you know, and and they out there. They you know they well, they they're about to get lit, and they turned up. You know, so that's all. Right. And you know, it's all sexual type stuff. So I, it, it probably would be very. I, actually, you know, thinking about it, it's Jada, it's Queen Latifah. Regina Hall. Uh, she's from the scary, scary movie. Is it scary movie? She's in. Oh, she's had a lot of movies actually. Um, and there's one. There's a fourth. I can't remember her name though. Uh, somebody named Tiffany Haddish. I don't know who that is. And Lorenz Tate is in this. Uh, but yeah, it probably will be a Lorenz well, Tate is in this. He's got a part. Yeah, he's he's listening here. Now again, this would probably be one of those movies that uh, there's going to be a void for this because the other. Obviously, the big movie is going to be Dunkirk, and then you got a sci-fi movie. So, there'll be some there'll be an audience for this, I'm sure. It sounds like a good date movie to take the wife to. There you go. There you go. All right, man, we got to wrap this up, uh, get up out of here. But uh, yeah, if you've seen this movie, War from the Planet of the Apes, what did you think about it? Was it good? Did you think it was good or? Were we reaching? Now again, we see it through our lens. You know, this is how I see it. Um, so there you go. Uh, shout out to all of our Patreon listeners and supporters. Shout out to just all our listeners. Period for checking us out. Q Storm, where can they find you online? Uh, you can find me on Real Q Storm. I've been very lax in getting anything up there because uh, I've been so busy, but. Uh, with with uh, with your blessing, I will hopefully you allow me to put this up on there just to uh, add uh, since we kind of reviewed the film. Hopefully you allow me to do that. Um, you can also find me on podcastjuice.net. There's going to be a new red shirts going up where we talk about our Star Trek nitpicks. You'll find Big Sexy of podcastjuice.net on that show as well. All right. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, we got to get up out of here. But in the words of one of the monkeys in the movie, 
<laughs> wow. <laughs> Give <right>. us free. <laughs> Let's go.